Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast, where you can get the latest results, fantasy picks, and news every week in the NASCAR racing world. We just got one more spot left to fill, so let's give it to our host. Here he is, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. Hope you guys are ready, because we are now in week number three for the NASCAR playoffs. And you know what that means? That is the last race of the round of 16, and it's going to be at Bristol Motor Speedway, the last great Coliseum, one of the most action-packed racetracks in NASCAR history. I absolutely cannot wait for this one, as we still have 11 spots up for grabs here in the round of 16. The only one locked in right now is the number 20 of Christopher Bell, due to the fact that he has the advantage over in points. So there's a lot at stake here in this race, and I cannot wait. Remember, this race is a Saturday night race. One of the very few night races of the year. I I feel like they don't do hardly any night races anymore, but thank goodness they still do it here for Bristol. So we're going to talk about our top fantasy picks here in today's episode. Which drivers do we want to start? Which drivers do we want to take a gamble on? And which drivers we're going to hit the brakes on here this weekend? But before we cover that, we got a lot of big news that came into the NASCAR racing world this week. I think we got to talk about the biggest one that came in, and that is regarding Kyle Busch. We finally, and I mean finally, got word on where Kyle Busch is going to be in the 2023 season onward, and it is going to be with the number eight team of Richard Childress Racing. Yep, you heard me correctly. Richard Childress Racing is where Kyle Busch is going to be starting next year. Apparently, according to Kyle Busch, sounded like Joe Gibbs Racing was not going to sign him on for next year, regardless of if they found sponsorship or not. So that ship had long sailed. So he kind of knew that he was going to be going for a new team, but... Richard Childress said when he talked to Kyle Busch on whether or not they wanted to move forward on this, he said he saw a little bit of Dale Earnhardt in Kyle Busch, and that absolutely shocked me. I would not have ever thought in a million years that you would have NASCAR owners comparing Kyle Busch to Dale Earnhardt. I guess I can kind of see it, but man, what a very, very interesting duo we see here. And something that really I find funny is Kyle Busch is going to be driving the number 8 car. And I just remember a few years back, almost 15 years ago, there was beef between Kyle Busch and that number 8 car. Of course, it was with DEI, but now he's going to be driving that number 8 car. It's so funny how the world works. But yep, Kyle Busch fans, your driver will be going to Richard Childress Racing in 2023. Now, what does this mean for Tyler Reddick? Well, Tyler Reddick, it appears he's going to remain under contract. And Richard Childress says he has three charters available for next year. Whether that third charter is leased or it was sold to them, that is yet to be discussed. More than likely, it's going to be leased, but Tyler Reddick is not going anywhere for the 2023 season. He will stay. He just won't be driving the number 8 machine. More than likely, we'll see him in like the number 31 car or potentially the number 33 car. We shall see what will happen there, but yes, Richard Childress Racing is looking pretty stacked for 2023 as they will have Austin Dillon in the number 3, Kyle Busch in the number 8, as well as Tyler Reddick in the third car for Richard Childress Racing. We also got the big announcement for the 2023 NASCAR National Series schedule for the Cup Series, Xfinity Series, as well as the Truck Series, and the schedule looks pretty much the same. 
uh, for the Cup Series for the most part. There wasn't that many changes. Of course, we talked about the bit of news that North Wilkesboro Speedway is returning back to the Cup Series as they will be hosting the NASCAR annual All-Star Race, which... I honestly believe is the best decision for North Wilkesboro Speedway. I did not think it was going to get a cup race, but you know what? I'm so happy to see an all-star race here. That's going to be so great to see. But really, the only bit of announcements that look a little bit different from this year's schedule is that's about it. And the only thing that is worth mentioning is NASCAR will head west for the final race on the two-mile version of Auto Club Speedway, which means it looks like it's all but guaranteed that Auto Club Speedway will be turned into a short track. Remember that bit of news we've talked about in the last within the last year or so that Auto Club Speedway was looking to change their track into kind of a half Bristol, half Martinsville kind of racetrack? Well, it looks like now that is in effect after we have the 2023 race there on Sunday, February 26. Now, as far as the Xfinity Series and the Truck Series go, there has been a few changes there with the Xfinity Series. It sounds like they will be also racing on the Chicago Street Race. That will be on July 1st and 2nd. That's the other bit of a change in the NASCAR Cup Series, but we kind of knew about that one. But the Xfinity Series will now be going to Sonoma Raceway on the same weekend as the Cup Series. I really like this just because I always go to Sonoma, so really excited to see the Xfinity Series race there for the first time ever, and we're going to get kind of a, I think there's going to be three races that weekend, including the Arkham Menard Series West, and for the Truck Series, they will not be going back to Sonoma, they will, however, be returning to the historic Milwaukee Mile, yep, the Milwaukee Mile will be the second race of the round of 10 on August 27th. So big announcement there for the Truck Series. Sounds like the Craftman Truck Series as well as the Xfinity Series are making some returns to some old classic racetracks, but at the same time, going to racetracks that we would have never thought that we would see some of these series at. So, bit of exciting news there for the Truck Series. As far as the Cup Series for the 2023 schedule, it looks like everything's going to stay the same except for the All-Star Race, as well as Road America getting eliminated in substitute for the Chicago Street Course. Also, in a bit of news, let's go down to the Xfinity Series and let's talk about the announcement of the driver who's going to be running for JR Motorsports next year. That is going to be Brandon Jones. Yep, Brandon Jones will be driving the number 9 car next year instead of Noah Gregson, who will be moving up to the number 42 car for Petty GMS Racing. This is going to be very interesting to see. I thought Brandon Jones could have been one of those potential drivers replacing Kyle Busch, but it sounds like Ty Gibbs will be making that move on up into that number 18 car for next season. I mean, he's been doing pretty decent in the number 45 car slash 23 car. I don't think it's anything too spectacular, but you know what? It is still pretty impressive for someone who's being a substitute driver. But I really felt like Brandon Jones was going to be the one to jump up, but nope, he's staying in the X-Fandy series, driving for the number nine car. Let's see what he will do. He's driven in Chevrolet in the past. He used to drive for, I do believe it was Richard Childress Racing a couple years back. It just seems like he's going to be a staple in the X-Fandy series. Doesn't look like anytime soon he will be moving on up into the Cup Series. But you know what? The number nine car is a very, very historic car down here in the X-Fandy series in the last few years. Has had a lot of victories under its belt. Maybe Brandon Jones will benefit greatly moving on over to the number nine machine. For, so for the 2023 season, the announcement has been made that we are going to see Brandon Jones driving the number nine 
in the Xfinity series. And those were the biggest bit of news that we saw here in the NASCAR racing world. Huge announcements regarding Kyle Busch and Brandon Jones, and also some big announcements in the National Series schedule for the 2023 season. A few changes there, ones that I feel like are, were really good changes. I know some people are bummed out about Road America. But you know what? It is what it is. I don't think we want too many road courses on the Cup Series schedule. So for them to get rid of Road America, at least they substitute it for a track that's going to be near that location. But without further ado, guys, let's dive into the most important thing, the one that you guys always come here for. Let's look at our top fancy picks here for this weekend. Let's look at the drivers that you want to start and which drivers you want to stay away from here in the Bass Pro Shops Night Race at Bristol Motor Speedway. Alrighty guys, let's go through the quick rundown on how we go through our fantasy picks. We have 36 drivers to choose from. We will talk about every single driver, all the way from the most popular drivers to the drivers you absolutely want to stay away from. We'll first start off with our top picks, drivers we think that have a shot to win this race, and then we'll move our way down through the rest of the top 10 in fantasy picks, five drivers to take a gamble on, and then we'll focus on the other 21 drivers that you should hit the brakes on here this weekend. Let's first look at our top picks, and I think one that seems to be a really good pick here for this weekend, and I mean a very good one, is going to be the one driver who is locked in already for the round of 12. He's been running really good the last few races, short tracks have been really starting to come up for him, and he's really the number one guy at Joe Gibbs Racing right now. Of course, I'm talking about the number 20 of Christopher Bell. Now, Christopher Bell, I didn't really think too highly of last weekend, and shame on me because he was one of the top fantasy scoring drivers at Kansas. And I think the same is going to carry on over here at Bristol. Look, he's done amazing at the short track so far. The Richmond races have been really good. Now, of course, at Bristol, the last couple of races, maybe not been too hot at finishes. However, his average running position has been near the front, and that was when he was probably the fourth best car. Now look at him with so much momentum right now. And with the next-gen car, it has just suited Christopher Bell really, really well. And looking at his runs in the Xfinity series, he had a lot of success here at Bristol in the past. I think it's going to carry on over here into this Bristol race. I think he's going to be a front runner. He's going to do everything he can to get some stage wins, maybe even the victory at the end of the race. I think he's going to be a front runner and definitely someone you should really consider on your fantasy roster. He is a number one, number two pick here for me here this weekend at Bristol. Another driver you should really consider as a top fancy pick here this weekend is going to be the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. Yes, Denny Hamlin has also done extremely well here in the round of 16, and I think that's going to bleed on over here into this Bristol race with his teammate. These have been the top two performing cars, and actually Toyota as a whole has been doing really good here in the round of 16. The only one that's been kind of struggling has been Kyle Busch, and that's not even fair to Kyle Busch because he was dominating that Darlington race before his engine gave out. Kansas was a bit of a rough one, but overall... The Toyotas have just been great. And this is a racetrack where Denny Hamlin has gotten a couple victories in the past. His most recent finish here was a ninth place finish after leading 65 laps. He was running in the average position of 5th. A couple years back, he was able to get the victory over Matt DiBandetto. A race before that at Bristol, he finished 5th. Just some really good results here. And I don't think really anything is stopping this Toyota camp. You're going to have Christopher Bell running up front. And you're going to have Denny Hamlin right there in the mix. Been doing really good at short tracks. Got his first 
point of 2022 at a short track. I think it's going to carry on over here into this Bristol race. Expect the number 11 of Denny Hamlin to put up similar results as the number 20 of Christopher Bell. And I think the last driver you really need to consider here as a top fantasy pick here for this weekend is going to be the number four of Kevin Harvick. Yep, Kevin Harvick has had a rough rough last two finishes here in the round of 16. He is in a must-win situation. Out of the three drivers I just mentioned, he is by far the riskiest pick to go with. However, he has always looked really good here at Bristol. has been a front-runner for many, and I mean many, races here in the last couple of years. And right now, it's just really hard to look past that. He also got a victory at Richmond, which is another short track. Granted, these tracks are a little bit different. But never count out Kevin Harvick when his back is up against the wall. He will put on an impressive running. Do I think he can get the victory? I do. Is he going to get the victory? That's a little tough to say because, you know, there's a lot of hungry drivers out there right now trying to get a victory here in this night race, And he, but he is definitely one of them. He has finished second in the 2020 run race after that big old uh, skirmish he had with Chase Elliott. He won the race in 2020 after leading an impressive 226 laps. This is a good racetrack for him is the riskiest one I do want you guys to keep that in mind there's a chance that he could potentially wreck out this race because he's going to be putting everything on the line to make sure that he can advance on forward into the round of 12 so I think as far as fantasy points go or as far as speed he's going to be running around the top five the entire race is he going to be running for the victory yes but there is a chance potentially he could get caught up in a situation that takes him out of the race and out of uh, contention to advance forward into the round 12 of the playoffs so those are my top three drivers here for this weekend that you should consider as top fantasy picks we have the number four of kevin harvick the number 11 of denny hamlin as well as the number 20 of christopher bell so we covered the top fantasy picks now let's move through the rest of the top 10 of fantasy picks here for this weekend these will be the drivers to help you get to the top of your fantasy league rather than finishing in the middle or near the back let's include a driver that i think a lot of people are screaming you have to include him you have to include him don't worry i'm going to the driver who just got announced to be at a new race car for next year of course i'm talking about the number 18 of kyle bush kyle bush and bristol are just a great pair they really are. He's always ran really well in this race. However, we must really consider the riskiness of including the number 18 car on your fantasy team just for the fact that it has been so hit and miss with the bad luck for Kyle Busch this year. Grant, he's gotten a victory and happened to be at Bristol. But it was a dirt race, and it was other crazy circumstances where you had Tyler Reddick and Chase Briscoe take each other out in the final corner. Now, now, I don't think that should play too much of a factor as putting him on your fantasy roster or not because that is a dirt race. However, we do got to consider all the bad luck he's been running into. And make no mistake, there's been a long string of bad luck. Who the hell dominates a Darlington race that much and has a blown engine around the 450 mile mark? That is insane. That is hardly ever heard of. But of course, if it's going to happen to anyone, it's going to be Kyle Busch in the 2022 season. Now, looking here in this Bristol race, his most recent run, he finished 21st after having an average running position of 9th. 
That's not that great, so people could get a little nervous of that. But look at his past few finishes. The previous four races before the 2021 race, he, he has always finished in the top five, if not the top three. A second place finish, fourth place finish, fourth place finish, a victory. In each of those races, he led between 30 to 159 laps. Just impressive, impressive runs. I think, make no mistake. He's definitely a number two, number three pick here for this weekend, but he does fall off from being a top pick just due to the fact on how risky of a pick he is based on his last few races. He doesn't need a victory to advance on. He just needs a solid race, and running around the top five will easily put him into the next round, into the round of 12, but he needs a consistent race, and if you are looking for someone with a bit of risk but a good payout, Kyle Busch is going to be a good driver to go with. Another driver to look at as a solid number two, number three pick for fantasy rosters here this weekend will be the number five of Kyle Larson. Now, Kyle Larson has definitely fallen off in performance from last year. We've said that 368 times here this year. So why do we want to include him as a near-the-top pick here for this weekend? Well, make no mistake, his finishes here have always been impressive, whether or not he's a contender for the championship or not. He did win the most recent race here in the Bristol Night Race with a victory after leading 175 laps and average running position at third. Very, very impressive. But when you also look at the past few years before that, Still, really good performances from Kyle Larson. A sixth place finish in 2019. Then he got two second place finishes in 2018 and two top 10 finishes in the 2017 year. Always ran really well. Oh, and by the way, in a few of those races, he led 200 plus laps. He is definitely going to be a front runner in this race. I don't know if he's going to be running for the victory as the team has not been really the number one or number two car in each races, but they've definitely been a solid, top seven car in quite a few races and I think he's going to do the same thing here in this Bristol night race definitely a solid number two pick and I feel like I feel more confident in him finishing in the top five than I do Kyle Busch Kyle Busch is a bit of a riskier pick but Kyle Larson a solid pick here for this weekend and definitely will help out a lot of fantasy rosters here at Bristol now let's move on to another good driver here. Maybe let's include a driver that you may not be considering too much. However, look at his last few finishes. It's been very impressive. The number 24 of William Byron definitely should be on the radar as a number three pick here this weekend just by how well he's been running in the round of 16 and also last year here at Bristol. He's had some really good runs. Just a solid top 10 driver. I wouldn't say he's going to be uh, messing with the Toyota camp up front, but he's going to be running around the top 10 and that's what you need. You need someone with a lot of consistency and right now that is what William Byron has. Not the fastest car, but definitely one of the more consistent ones. Expect a solid top 10 run, maybe a few stage points here and there. I wouldn't consider something like, oh, he's going to get 18 stage points and finish in the third position. I don't know if we're going to see that. But I can see him scoring about seven stage points throughout the night and then finishing solidly in the top 10. And what is that going to give you? About in the high 30s, low 40s? Yeah, that's going to be a good turnout, and that's something you need from your number three driver in fantasy rosters. 24 car should be a reliable one to go with, and right now he's on a bit of a hot streak. Might as well use him here in the first few races of the playoffs. All right, let's move back to the Ford camp. Why don't we talk about the number 12 of Ryan Blaney here in our fantasy top 10. Ryan Blaney had himself a very good performance here in the 2021 race. He finished fourth, led 45 laps, and had an average running position of fifth. 
That's pretty typical when you look at the number 12 of Ryan Blaney here at Bristol. At 2019, finished in the top 10 in both those races. Yeah, the fall race, he wasn't really the most dominant car, but he still finished in the top 10 with an average running position of 8th. And then in the spring race, he finished 4th, led 158 laps, running around the top 3 for the most part. Just some really good performances here and there. And I would probably expect the same that we saw a couple years back. Expect him to be running around the top 10. He doesn't need a flashy race. I mean, he's 36 points above the cut line, but he needs a fairly decent race just to make sure he stays out of trouble. And he can do that here in this race. He has been a driver that's been really clean this year, staying out of trouble. And when he is in trouble, he tends to take care of his car afterwards and get a solid finish at the end. Expect him to be running around the same spot as William Byron. However, I can see him score a little bit more stage points than we've been seeing the number 24 car here in this race. Now let's move on to a non-playoff car. Yep, we are going to be looking at a non-playoff car here, and it's not Martin Trex Jr. No, instead, let's talk about the number 43 of Eric Jones. Yes, Eric Jones has had himself some really solid finishes here in this Bristol race the last couple of years. Look at his last three finishes. This is with the number 43 car. An eighth place finish, a third place finish, and a fifth place finish. Yep, solid runs from the number 43 car when they weren't really running near the front. And now let's look at this year. A lot better finishes, a lot stronger car. Oh, and by the way, he just won a race a couple weeks back. Could he potentially go for two here in the round of 16? I don't know about that one, but I'd like to be really optimistic. But again, this could be a great driver to go with. This sits some of your playoff drivers, save them for some other races down the road. Maybe you feel like the Toyota cars should only be used at mile and a half and nothing else. I, I totally respect that. They've been solid at those racetracks. But why don't you throw someone like Eric Jones? Maybe a driver you're not going to use for all five of his picks. But when you're going to use him, you're going to be damn happy. And I think this will be a good one. He's going to be a solid top 10 driver. I think for stage points, don't expect too much out of him. Maybe around like one to five stage points. Don't expect too much from him from the first two stages. But I expect a solid top 10 run in stage number three. And that's exactly what you need for someone in your third, fourth, or even fifth spot in your fantasy roster. Include the number 43 of Eric Jones. I expect a good race out of him and Petty GMS. Now let's finally include the number nine of Chase Elliott. <laughs> I felt like some people's heads were exploding on the fact that I had not included him yet as a top fantasy pick. So why does Chase Elliott go a little bit further back than some of the other drivers I mentioned? It's simple. He either finishes in the top seven or he doesn't finish anywhere near the top 10. There's no in-between with Chase Elliott. I feel like you'll sometimes expect this out of a lot of Chase Elliott where, yeah, he's solidly running in the top seven, top five in a race. But all of a sudden, something random happens to him, and he finishes 20-something, or he gets caught up in an incident. That is exactly how Chase Elliott runs here at Bristol. Now, here's the last five races. Oh, and by the way, he led 23 to 129 laps in each of these races. 25th, 7th, 22nd, 5th, 11th. Screw it, let's include two more races. 3rd, 29th. Yeah, there's nothing in between when it comes to Chase Elliott. So he is a riskier pick, 
But you know what? If you have a solid group of drivers that you feel really confident that can finish in the top 10, then might as well throw Chase Elliott in there, get a little bit of a gamble going. Now, if you have someone like Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick in there, then maybe you want to hold back on Chase Elliott. But he's sitting 28 points above. He needs a solid top 10 race just to feel very comfortable because you never know what's going to happen here. I mean, it's been super competitive already here in the playoffs. So Chase Elliott... I expect him to be running around near the top. The only important question you got to ask yourself is, do you expect him to finish near the top? There's kind of a 50-50 chance on that one, according to his past few results. Alrighty, so we got nine picks here. We need one more to complete the entire top ten. So who are we going to put here in the final spot? Why don't we include the number eight? of Tyler Reddick. This one feels like a little bit more of a riskier pick as well. However, just look how fast his cars have been recently. Yes, Kansas was a bummer with that flat tire, but if that does not happen, he's running around in the top five for the entire race. I feel it. I feel a solid run coming from him because he looked good at the beginning. Granted, maybe a few things would have happened. Maybe his car would have fallen off a little bit, but he had a fast car. Darlington, also had a really fast car there. I don't expect too much of a drop-off here in this race, and he can't have a drop-off. He's only two points above the cut line, so he's going to do whatever he can to run up front, and he's going to do everything to score stage points to finish higher than some other drivers here in this race. So yes, there is a bit of a risk, but at the same time, when he has a good car here at Bristol, tends to run up front. In his rookie season, he was able to finish fourth in this race. Last year, he finished 12th. Wasn't really the greatest run, but at the same time, RCR was not at the same level as they are this year. Why don't we look into the Xfinity series? How about a win and also a second place finish in the 2019 season? 2018, let's include that. Yep, solid runs inside the top 10. Just just pretty solid here at Bristol. And with fast cars in the last couple of weeks... I think you're going to get a solid top 10 run from him. He's going to be able to move on into the next round. It is a little bit worrisome for him, but Tyler Reddick has had such fast cars. Unless something crazy happens, he's going to be moving on. And in my personal opinion, he is a very solid pick as a fourth or fifth fantasy pick here for this weekend. Trust me, he's not going to be disappointing in a race where he needs a solid run. So that's the rest of the top 10. Let's go through them real quick from the lowest number to the highest. We got... The number 5 of Kyle Larson, the number 8 of Tyler Reddick, the number 9 of Chase Elliott, the number 12 of Brian Blaney, the number 18 of Kyle Busch, the number 24 of William Byron, and the number 43 of Eric Jones. Alrighty guys, now it is time to look at some drivers that you want to take a gamble on here this week, and these guys will be the difference on you winning your league and you just barely missing out on getting first place here this weekend. We got a few solid drivers to go with that could have a solid finish here and drivers who absolutely need a solid finish here. Why don't we first start off with a driver that we haven't even had as a top 15 in either week, but it's still in the playoffs. Let's talk about the number 14 of Chase Briscoe. Yes, sir, Chase Briscoe. A driver who has been struggling here the last few weeks, especially here in the playoffs. Why should we consider him as a good driver to take a gamble on? Well, one track he actually has done really well in the past in the X-Fandy series, as well as his rookie race, was here at Bristol. Look at his last four X-Fandy series finishes. First, second, second, fourth. Pretty good. Now, granted, it's the X-Fandy series. Cup series is a lot different. How do he run in his rookie race? 
Not pretty decent. He ran around in the 13th position the entire time, and that was during a time when Stuart Haas Racing was really struggling besides Kevin Harvick here in this Bristol race. So what can we expect out of Chase Briscoe? I think you can expect him running around in the 11th or 12th position. However, he could be a driver that could shock a lot of people with some a few surprise stage points. I think if Kevin Harvick's going to be running up there with a solid car, I think you can see someone like Chase Briscoe right there in the mix. He's going to be really relying on those stage points, and that is something that is important to consider for your final couple of spots in your fantasy team. I wouldn't expect anything great. I wouldn't expect him to be running around in the top five. But I could expect him to finish in the ninth or 10th position, get a few solid points, and if that's your 5th driver on your fantasy roster, that's pretty dang good. Expect a decent finish out of that number 14 of Chase Briscoe. Now let's look at a driver who also needs a solid good run here. He is slightly above the cut line, but he still needs a solid run. Let's talk about the number 99 of Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez, when he has a good car, can finish right around the top 10 as well as Chase Briscoe. And that's what he needs right now. He just needs a decent finish here in this race. Nothing spectacular, nothing too flashy, just needs to be in front of a few drivers. He is six points above the cut line. That's not a lot. But if you can finish eighth, ninth place right around there, that will advance you into the round of 12. And his average running position in 2019 when he was with the number 41 car, his average running position was around 11th and he finished 8th in both those races. When he was running for Joe Gibbs Racing, he finished slightly outside the top 10, but he was right there in the mix. Last year wasn't really a good run. In 2020, we're not going to count it because he was driving the number 96 car, even though he got a top 20 in a car that was mediocre at best. I, I think Daniel Suarez could provide a solid run, and he might be the better driver in his stable this weekend. I don't think Ross Chastain is going to have a spectacular run. This has not been a solid racetrack for him for the last few years, including in the Xfinity Series. So I think Daniel Suarez is going to be the driver shining with Trackhouse Racing. Don't expect a victory, but expect a solid good run around the top 10 for that number 99 machine. Now let's include a driver who is not in the playoffs, but still worth a shot to take a gamble on. Let's talk about the number 17 of Chris Buescher. Chris Buescher has been a driver known to go for here this year at road courses, but what was another good racetrack for him? Richmond. What's a track that he's gotten a top 10 at here recently? Bristol. Now last year was not a good finish for him. He finished outside the top 20, so why should we change our mind about that? Well, RFK Racing has really improved at two types of racetracks, road courses and short tracks. And who's kind of been the leader of that? It's been Chris Busher. Yes, you've had Brad Keselowski show some signs of, hey, he's making some improvements, including that top 10 at Darlington. But for the most part, it's been Chris Busher. And I think Chris Busher could be one of those surprise picks that you can throw in in replacement of one of these other playoff drivers that you want to save for another race. Now, he is one that you should look at practice and qualifying before you throw him on, but he could be a little bit of a sleeper that nobody's talking about and could shake things up a little bit here with these playoff drivers. Expect Chris Busher, if he gets a good run at practice and qualifying, then you can expect him running near the front here in this race. Now we just got two more spots left to go. Which drivers do we want to go with? I think we got to include the number 22 of Joey Logano. Joey Logano is one of those drivers, once again, solid runs here and there, hard time finishing in the top 10. He has finished 11th, 11th, 21st, and 16th in his last four races. Ooh, ooh, that's brutal. But his average running position is usually within the top 10. 
Both 2020 races, he was running around in the seventh position. I, I wouldn't say anything too spectacular. I think you would expect better races for Joey Logano. But if you're looking for someone to run fairly consistent and you think they can have a good turnaround this race, then yeah, go for Joey Logano. Go for him as a fifth or garage pick. He is also one of those drivers you want to keep off to the side. See how he does in the stage finishes. If he's not scoring any stage points, then save him for another race. But you know what? He has shown signs that he can finish really well in these races. I mean, look back at the spring race of 2019, where his average running position was third, led 146 laps before that, 95 laps. He's shown some light in the past, but right now it's a little bit glim. He doesn't need a spectacular race as he's 40 points above the cut line. But you know what? With average running positions like that and Ryan Blaney being a good potential fantasy pick here for this weekend, yeah. Take the gamble on the number 22 car. It might pay off for you if you're relying on him as a fifth pick for your fantasy team. And then the last driver that you want to consider to take a gamble on here this weekend is the number two of Austin Sendrick. Yep, I was not going to exclude him after his impressive runs in the Xfinity series the last few times he's been here. Uh, let's look at his Xfinity uh, Series finishes. Almost won the race last year. It was so dang close between him and A.J. Allmendinger. Led 75 laps. Finished second by, what was it, just a couple of tenths. Let's look at his 2020 finishes. Ooh, kind of a brutal finish in the spring race, but the fall race he finished third. And then 2019 he finished fifth and sixth. He, he consistently runs up front here at Bristol. However, he is a rookie, and sometimes Bristol is a hard track on rookies. But he needs a solid run. And two points above the cut line, yeah, he, he, there's no room for mistakes for him. So he's going to do similar to what some of these other drivers are going for, and that is get stage points. And I think you can expect Austin Sinner to be running around in that 10th position throughout the entire race. Maybe more of like the 12th position near the end. But if he can score some stage points, then he's going to be worth a spot as your fifth pick for your fantasy roster. I would really look at his practice speeds as well. He is another one of those drivers where if he's not performing in practice or qualifying... Then yeah, you're you're gonna have to admit, yeah, probably Austin Cindric is not gonna move on into the round of twelve. However, like I said, great finishes in the past when it comes to the Xfinity series. I just don't want to put too much emphasis on the Xfinity series because of course this is a whole different breed. But if he can run around the top ten, then he's worth a spot on your fantasy roster and a driver to take a gamble on. So those are the five drivers here in the take a gamble category that you should really consider to put in your final spots for your fantasy roster. Let's go through them real quick. We have the number two of Austin Sendrick, the number 14 of Chase Briscoe, the number 17 of Chris Busher, the number 22 of Joey Logano, and the number 99 of Daniel Suarez. And ladies and gentlemen, those will be the 15 drivers that we believe will be the best options here in the Bristol Night Race. Why don't we talk about the other 21 drivers who did not quite make the list that we feel like you should hit the brakes on here this weekend. First, starting off with a big one, the number one of Ross Chastain. Yes, Ross Chastain does not make it onto this list, and there's a kind of a good reason he hasn't really done well at this racetrack in either the Xfinity Series or even the Cup Series. His best finish is 14th. I don't feel too comfortable throwing him on here, especially when you 
have a lot of other drivers who have the ability to finish in the top 10 in the past. Austin Dillon is the next one up. I'm feeling like a 11th through 15th place finish for Austin Dillon. Nothing too spectacular here. And maybe keep an eye on him on practice. Maybe potentially he could be a top 10 contender, but I'm not feeling too confident on that. It's probably best to send him out here for this weekend. The number six of Brad Keselowski. Brad Keselowski has done very good here in the past, but of course that was with Penske Racing. RFK still trying to figure things out over there. We're going to send him out at this time. Corey LaJoy, his best finish has been a 24th place finish in the last five years. Nothing really sticks out to me with him. Even though he's making finishes more inside the top 20 rather than outside, he's still struggling. Eric Amarola in the number 10. Last time he's gotten a top 10 finish here, it was back in 2020. All the other finishes have been about... 18th or worse. Not feeling too confident in that. JJ Yaley comes up next with Rick Rare Racing. Best finish in the last five years, 25th. Not feeling too hot about that. AJ Allmendinger in the number 16 machine could potentially be a better driver to go with. However, he relies solely on practice and qualifying. If he's nowhere near close, don't even think about putting him in the garage area. The number 19 of Martin Trex Jr. comes up next. And yes, he did get a top 10 finish here last year. Other than that, though, before then, his best finish has been a 13th place it's all the way back in 2017 was the last time he got a top 10 finish I don't know if I really trust that that much and I think maybe it's best to give him a break here this race I think there's a lot of better options here moving forward for that number 19 machine Harrison Burton has gotten good finishes here down the Xfinity series. However, nothing really stands out that he's going to have a spectacular race here this weekend. Maybe he could potentially finish in the top 15, but that's all I'm really expecting out of the number 21 machine. The number 23 of Ty Gibbs comes up. Uh, had a decent finish in the Xfinity series race last year, but nothing to really brag home and run home about. I don't really expect him to be a fantasy pick for the rest of the year just because he's just trying to substitute for the car like I've been saying for the last few weeks. The number 31 of Justin Haley comes up next. He wasn't really that much of a factor in X-Fanty Series races, so I really don't feel confident for him in this Cup Series race. Number 34 of Michael McDowell has one top 10 last five years, and it was a 10th place finish, and his average running position was around 20th. Uh, not too confident in that one. Todd Gillen, number 38 machine. Again, making steps in the right direction, but not in a spot where you want him on your fantasy roster quite yet. Maybe next year we'll start considering him more as a take gamble, but for right now, he's just trying to figure the tracks out. The number 41 of Cole Custer comes up, and he hasn't even gotten a top 20 finish here at Bristol yet, so we're just going to move on from that one. 42 of Ty Dillon. He has a couple of 15th place finishes, but that's all the way back in 2019-2017. He hasn't really done much since. He here at Bristol, so no for the number 42. Number 45 of Bubba Wallace just came in with a victory last weekend. I think in this race, he's going to try to shoot for potentially another top 10, but I expect like a 14th place finish out of Bubba. Not really fancy value here in that number 45 machine. Number 47 of Ricky Stenhouse Jr., best finish in the last four years has been a 20th place finish. Not feeling too hot about that. Cody Ware is up next in the number 51, and I don't think he's ever raced on the Bristol pavement. He's raced the two races on the dirt, but I don't think he's ever been here for the pave race, so that will be interesting to see. Still not worth fantasy value. We're moving on from there. I just thought that was pretty interesting to see. Landon Castle on number 77 has one top 20 finish in the last five years here at Bristol. Uh, no, we're not going to be using him. And then finally, we got the number 78 of BJ McLeod. Best finish being a 28th place finish. Not really fantasy value for you. So all these drivers that we just mentioned, starting from Ross Chastain all the way up to BJ McLeod, we are hitting the brakes here this weekend at Bristol. (laughs) 
And ladies and gentlemen, that has been all 36 drivers here for this weekend in the third race of the playoffs, the Bass Pro Shops Night Race. And that will conclude our fancy picks for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Lots of good options here this weekend. I still got to figure out who I'm going to be going with. I'm probably going to go with people like Christopher Bell as well as Kevin Harvick. Maybe throw William Byron in there and potentially Kyle Larson with Eric Jones. And maybe my last driver being another driver to take a gamble on. There's so many options to go with here this weekend. So best of luck on that. Do remember that this is a Saturday night race, not a Sunday race. So make sure to tune in on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the USA Network. If you try to tune in on Sunday, you might be greatly disappointed that you missed one hell of a race at Bristol. If you want to follow me on social media, you can do so at YouTube at Vanilla Wafers or on TikTok at Vanilla Wafers 44, whatever's your preference. I post videos on both of those, all NASCAR related, so you should go check those out. Or if you want to talk to me, you can do so on Twitter at TylerV33. You can also look me up at Vanilla Wafers or NASCAR Field Filler. I pop up either way. The most important thing, guys, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast. <laughs>